There is a group of local business people who have got together and, and said, you know what, we just want to look after Queensland, look after our families, look after our staff and, and our community, and these government mandates are going to absolutely destroy all of the above, uh, not to mention the obvious trampling of, of human rights. And so they've gotten together and basically had some extraordinary public meetings, town hall meetings with uh, Senator Pauline Hanson and Senator Matthew Canavan recently, which uh, had great results, enormous turnout and fairly positive uh, press coverage, even on the lying harlot media. This is the kind of thing that can be done and should be done in every local council, in every city, in every town, in every community, right across the state of Queensland and New South Wales and right across Australia where businesses are being forced to be authoritarian on behalf of the government. People are losing their jobs uh, as if there hasn't been enough economic suffering already. This is just extraordinary and it has to stop yesterday. This day here is, um, it is just pivotal for our community, not only as this shire, but also to send ripple effects out into every other shire in Australia to unite us to know and send a clear message that we are, we've had enough. This is not just about today, it's about the future and the future freedoms of everyone that is on this land. As a business owner and as a member of the community, like many of you here, um, I think the mandate and the um, what was issued last week by our Premier is absolutely ridiculous and it is incredibly impossible um, for business owners and people to try and enforce um, uh, those expectations on people who work for us and people who visit our venues. It is not my role in any way, shape or form and I employ hundreds of people to mandate what people do and choices that people make with regards to their own medical health. So for me to be asked to do that by a government is beyond ridiculous. Um, regardless of whether I do or don't support vaccination, that is not the issue for me at all. The issue is that people have the right to choose about what they do with their lives. They have the right to venues that they want to attend. They have the right to manage their own health how they want to help it, uh, manage it. So I do think that the mandate is, is absolutely hideous. I, I won't be enforcing it. G'day, I'm Scotty from Keppel Explorer. Uh, we love our community here, we love our kids and we love our freedom. Uh, your medical choices, they're just not our business. Uh, so joining me right now is Lorith Rumble and Robin Booth. Thank you very much for coming on to Palo Talk to share your story, ladies. How are you? Hi, David. Great. <laughs> Lorith, can you um, tell me first about your business and the industry in uh, we're in the tourism business, uh, so hospitality with restaurants. Um, yeah, so it has COVID's already affected us a lot, but the new mandates will as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, and Robin, the industry your business is in. Okay, so we're in manufacturing and construction. Um, these mandates don't necessarily affect us now, but they will come. In what way do you think they will come, if if not now? Well, look, as we've seen rolled out in all the other states, they start with a couple of industries, then they roll on to the next one and the next one. And we've seen the outcome right. of what happened down in Victoria when all the tradies went to the union 
um, location and they just gave it to them because the unions were not standing up for them. Um, So um, tradies have a really, really strong voice. But, and like, it's a huge industry, um, Mm. the trade industry. Um, So maybe they leave that one sort of near the end because it's a bit trickier to deal with as tradies because they can't come to necessarily a shop front with tradies because tradies are just on the road all the time. But um, whereas businesses like Loris, they can come straight to your shop front and it's easier to start with those type of businesses. Yeah, the CFMEU in uh, Queensland has been a a fair bit more robust in its criticism of the government than uh, the equivalent in in Victoria. The CFMEU in Victoria just rolled over like cowards. Um, So that is good. And look, you're very right uh, and very wise as everybody should have been two years ago when the government first started behaving in a tyrannical manner and removing basic freedoms. Uh, And it was always going to be a a slippery slope. And whether it was 20 years from now or 20 months, um, the the result was always predictable. And uh, it's it's incredibly essential to be vigilant. Uh, Now, you ladies have been exactly that. Lorith, how did this whole idea of some resistance and pushback at a local level happen? We'll get to details about the happy ending so far uh, with your local council this morning unanimously agreeing to declare the Shire a, 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 a pro-choice um, community. Um, but how did this whole initiative get, start, get started? Uh, who was it that put their minds together first and said, let's do something. Look, there was just a few of us, um, about five business owners that started talking to each other. And we uh, we just spoke about our concerns and, um, you know, the, the things that we were seeing and the the news that we were hearing. And we, we kind of, we have a lot of employees between those five businesses. Um, we probably employ roughly uh, close to a hundred people. And, um, we started talking to each other because we had a lot of employees that came to us and said, look, we are concerned. We don't, you know, we don't want to be forced to have these vaccines. And, and I guess it just kind of rolled on from there. First and foremost, we wanted to see if there was other businesses that thought like us. Um, we weren't sure if we were a minority. Um, so what we did is within four days, we um, just called out to as many business owners that we sort of knew and, and said, hey, do you have the time? We'd like to just get together um, and meet and find out if you have concerns about possible mandates. So now the mandates hadn't come out yet, but they were feeling that something was going to happen soon. So um, within four days of doing that, we had 50 people turn up and that just like surprised us like you wouldn't believe so Mm. we really wanted to get their voice we didn't want to stand up there and give our little spiel about you know our thoughts and everything else so we put them into groups um and particularly one thing i'm really really big on is you need to get to know other businesses in town so i said do not sit with people you know you need to sit with other people you need to get to know these people because these people have to you know, come in and support you if you if required. So we asked them to sit down, brainstorm. What are your questions that you have that are concerning you? And 
we need to know how do you think we can make our voice heard? So that's how it all started with just that one meeting. So for those people who are just joining us, uh, in the centre of screen is Lorith Rumble and uh, to her right on the screen is Robin Booth. Uh, they are from uh, the tourism industry and the construction industry and they're based in or near Yapoon, which is in the Livingstonshire Council. And these ladies have um, been part of a, a small group of five people um, who, who got a group together to push back against vaccine mandates out of concern for the impact on businesses, uh, not just profits, but businesses represent families, they represent people, um, they represent uh, employees' families, and uh, it, it's you know the one of the wildest notions I think I, I heard in the last two years was the idea that some jobs were non-essential. Um, try telling that to your kid or your family that your job isn't essential and the government thinks it's not essential for you to be employed. It's totally okay to lock you down and, and keep you at home. Yep. Um, what happened after that group of 50 people? You got 50 people together, um, which, is a, which is a great turnout. Um, so there were, did you obviously got the feeling rather quickly that there was a deep undercurrent of fear if not yep. anger and um, disagreement with the uh, policies that uh, the Queensland government has unilaterally announced. I've been in the area for probably five years now. I'm a, I'm a business owner. I just believe uh, people should have the choice, uh, the right to their own body and the, and the right to choose, you know, their freedom really. And I feel like, you know, Australia is not so much of a free country anymore. We're from Keppel Sands. Um, I own a little business there called the Keppel Sands Co-op. And um, COVID has impacted on us very severely. And the changes of these mandates is a major problem for us. We're from a small community where it's hard to find staff anyway. Um, and if we can't employ people who haven't been vaccinated, we have a major problem. I have had a business here for 15 years um, in Yapoon. It's everyone else in my um, region here in Yapoon who will be affected. Um, we are not for or against vaccines. We are against um, discrimination to all businesses. So Robin, what was the next step and how did you get um, to the town hall meeting from that initial interest meeting, which had about 50 people turn up? Okay, so we sent off stuff to, um, Laura did up letters and sent off stuff to our Capricorn Enterprise to try and get a voice from um, uh, our government. And um, But I actually had a customer called Mr. James Ashby, who is Pauline Hanson's secretary. And mm -hmm. um, he lives here in Yapoon. So I rang him and I said, mate, um, is there a way that you can come and just talk to our group and let us know what Pauline's doing? And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get Pauline here instead. So it was just that one phone call and um, that's what started it rolling. And um, then someone else asked um, our other federal leader Michelle Landry to come she said look unfortunately I'm in another location but I'll ask Senator Matt Canavan and so he said yep I'll be there and that um, happened in the same week that the mandates came out that they said yes and so we just got the information out there again I believe it was only four days that we told everybody in um, the community as much as we could 
and um, that was two weeks after our first meeting that we then held it. So that was remarkably quick progress and I actually saw some uh, reports in the press that there were as many as 500 people into that small uh, town hall meeting, which is a great turnout um, anywhere um, in, in regional Australia. Yeah, we were just blown away. Um, the hall was overflowing. There was over 379 business owners there that night and everyone was just... How so many business owners? 379. Wow. Wow. That's that's enormous. What's the population of Yapoon? Uh, we've got about 20,000 on the coast. Okay. And so okay. what happened in the meeting? Um, so we, we basically started it off with one of the medical professionals in our community that lost her job or she's been put on special leave. And she did a talk about what she's seen and the statistics and what's happening in other countries and talking about a whole bunch of uh, topics. Her talk was incredibly um, captivating and informative, factual. And after she spoke, um, we then took the questions from our first meeting when we had the 50 business owners and we tabled that to both Senator Hansen and Senator Canavan. They were both really great. They spoke out against the mandates. Matthew Canavan said he will vote for Senator Hansen's bill that she's tabling to federal government on stopping the vaccine mandates and no discrimination laws against the unvaccinated. So we had a just a great outcome from that meeting and a lot of the questions um, was answered and um, yeah we just it was it was just really amazing we've got uh, beef cattle in the local area and we've got a couple of businesses that we run uh, in the central Queensland area and we're just here today to uh, try to get some control on state government with their state of emergency laws my concerns are what the precedent this sets for future my bill is a private member's bill it is to actually stop mandatory vaccinations plus also you cannot discriminate against anyone who wants to have um, about having vaccination so you can't discriminate whether it's in business working for someone accommodation goes through the whole lot so that's what my bill is about let me explain now i'm surprised to hear matt say tonight he will support my bill which I'm very shocked and thrilled. <laughs> the Premier of Queensland, what she's put up on her website, she said it is in line with the National Cabinet. Who heads the National Cabinet? The Morrison Government. The Morrison Government, he stood up there and said, we will not agree with mandating. He is, he's backing it all way. He knows he can't do it under the Australian Constitution, Section 5123A of the Australian Constitution. He cannot um, impose civil conscription on the people with medical procedures. He knows he can't do it under the Constitution, so he's allowed the states to do his dirty work for him. <laughs> we need to protect our rights. I'm not an ambassador, but I am absolutely disgusted with what they are doing and take away our rights. They are our rights. That the people thought they were interested in the media. It breaks my heart to see what's happening in this country and see that innocent people are dying, having put this shit into their bodies when they don't want to. They don't want to have it. This is not the country that I grew up in. 
I am so privileged and so fortunate to be a member of Parliament to try and represent you to the best of my ability. As Max said, you can't do it alone. No, you can't. But where there is a will, there is a way. I never gave up standing for Parliament. They called me a serial candidate because I knew I had something to offer. offer. Maybe it is my time now to push yeah. this one issue for the Australian people to make sure... from the town hall meeting to the uh, Livingston Shire Council? Were some of the councillors and um, council leaders, mayor, deputy mayor, in attendance? Did they speak at the meeting? Yes. Yeah, so um, we sent out an uh, email and asked them all if they would attend. We had all of them bar one. And um, the mayor came up to me at the end of the meeting and he said that was so run so well. Um, thank you very much. And I said, so, mate, how can you help us? Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. What can you do for us businesses? What can you do for your shire? So the next day, not by coincidence, as I said, in the kingdom of God, nothing is by coincidence. Um, they had their monthly um, council uh, meeting and he put a, um, a point right at the end of the meeting. He called it an emergency motion about what happened the night before and um, what the businesses are asking us to do and so they then said okay um, we will um, spend the following day asking legal advice um, in regards to this and where we stand as a council 
And um, this morning they ran that special meeting at 7.30 this morning. And um, uh, it was just an amazing, amazing um, moment that happened today. But um, one of the most amazing things is um, the people um, heard about this meeting Everybody got the news out, and we would have had two to three hundred people standing outside the council chambers. And um, as the councillors came in, we clapped, we applauded, we thanked them very much for doing this for us. And when the councillors started the board meeting, they said, "Never ever have we had people waiting out the council chambers." Um, before we proceed a meeting, and even to just applaud and thank us, that is a really unique um, manner because we've got to realize yes there's a moment to protest but then when people are going to go in to fight for you you've got to applaud them you've got to thank them and that gives them courage and makes them go okay we can do this for these people so that's what happened this morning yeah fantastic and and, and really well said um, it, it's very appropriate um, and essential to get behind those elected officials and yeah. bureaucrats who are going to stick their neck out and uh, fight for what's right, potentially at uh, political and career cost to themselves. Uh, that's what we elect them for, and, and we shouldn't leave them alone as they get to it. We have to get right behind them and, and make sure we've got their back. And the whole world and lying harlot media know that they are representing the, the quiet Australians, and we do not consent to medical tyranny and authoritarianism and uh, the removal and trampling of God-given human rights. Uh, government didn't invent freedom. Um, they're What's meant it? to protect our rights, um, not, not grant them and uh, waive them uh, arbitrarily. Lorith, would you like to see this kind of thing spread to other councils, other shires uh, and cities around Australia? And if there are business people watching now um, outside the Livingston Shire Council, uh, then what would your advice be to them on how they can uh, get a similar kind of result um, in their city? Look, we really just want to encourage everyone to stand up for what they believe in, to speak up, contact your representatives, local council, state members, opposition members, federal members, Tell them how you're feeling. Get other businesses together. Get your community together. We've got to stand up against this. We, Like you said, we are in a very slippery, slippery slope of uh, losing our freedom at the moment. And I think this is a pivotal moment in our history of the country. So um, I really just want to say, you know, do it. We have to just do everything we can. Um, to stand up for our rights. We're business owners here from here in Yapoon, um, and we're here today because we believe that the mandates and all, all the regulations and so forth that the, Queen, uh, the Queensland government are putting up are, um, are wrong, and uh, we actually think they're illegal, and we are here to help support our council as they go into a meeting this morning to make very, very important decisions for our future. We're not anti-vaxxers, we're not against vaccine or for it. It's got nothing to do with that, it's all about um, not being forced to do something that you are not comfortable with for whatever reason. Look, the, the Premier is an intelligent woman and, if, and she will figure out, I would hope, 
from reading this and reading the previous motion, the strength of conviction of our business community around this, and also the fact that we have convened a meeting, an urgent meeting, well outside the normal parameters of our meeting process, that she would understand the urgency and the importance of this and the degree of passion and angst behind it. And so I think the word reconsider there is appropriate, um, but obviously if this um, uh, gets voted down, I'm more than happy to sort of consider any other alternatives. So on that, councillors, uh, there's a move from myself, seconder and councillor May that will go to the vote on this one. Uh, all in favour? Council noting Councillor uh, Hutton, Councillor Watson, Councillor Mather and myself. Those against? Councillor Friends. Yeah, Councillor yes. Friends against, I think. Councillor Friend? Yes. Yep. So the motion is carried. Every single one of our councillors and the Mayor unanimously said that we want to um, push and support businesses in all of these matters of um, we don't have to... Um, uh, push onto our employees to get vaccinated. We don't have to check our um, customers as they come in um, if they're vac vaccinated or not. Um, there was a list of all these things. The thing that really broke me down today in that meeting was one of the councillors said that yesterday his son, who would be about 19, 20, just had the jab and he was admitted to hospital yesterday and he just burst into tears. It has driven home big time into our community um, and, um, you know, it's going to make our voice even stronger and louder. And yeah. one amazing thing about it is this. Um, one of our councillors is actually in the Whit Sundays at the moment at a big council conference and everyone from Gladstone North, all the council representatives are at this conference. She said, Robin, tomorrow it's going to be my turn to talk. Um, she said, I'm going to tell them all what our council has done. And this is what we Brilliant. need to happen. We need to get this word out and we need to, everybody, whatever council you're in, as Laura said, you get in there and you um, get their emails, you get their texts, um, their mobile numbers, you email them, you text them. Don't do it once, do it twice, do it three times. Just keep sending stuff to them, sending stuff to them. Um, until they listen. And look, if you can get your community together, I am sure everybody in every shire is upset about these mandates. Of course. Someone in your community, get a team of people like we did, organise a meeting and, I don't know, invite, invite a representative along, invite a Labor politician, you know. They're the ones who are putting this in place. Go yell at them. I don't care. Just they need to hear our voice. Yeah. Um, so... We just, um, if we don't speak now, our voices will be silenced. This is, as Laura said, a pivotal time in history. And what we're hoping is what has happened in Yapoon today is now going to create a ripple effect through all of Queensland and it will give everybody this hope and this courage. I went to my chiropractor this morning after the meeting and he knew nothing about all this was going on. And I know he just does not want to be vaxxed. He was in tears nearly with me. He said, Robin, this is shit. And it is. That's what he said to me. I don't want to get vaccinated. This is everything that we're, we're against as a chiropractor. And I went in there today and I said, mate, did you hear what happened? And he just broke down in tears. He couldn't believe it that 
this has happened, that someone's listened and someone is standing up for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations uh, to you both. Uh, congratulations to the Livingston Shire Council and uh, Mayor Andy Ireland. Uh, extremely well done. Um, yeah. Your shire, your residents, uh, Queensland and the nation uh, standing up and applauding uh, the integrity and uh, and character. And, uh, you know, Scott Morrison has just today come out and said um, he really doesn't want states to be imposing these mandates. Um, I think this is the uh, 15th position he's had on the topic. Um, and what we want to see is uh, something along the lines of legislation actually saying you don't get to trample human rights um, because you're in a bad mood or because the health advice says so. These are inalienable. Um, I I put a post on Facebook yesterday highlighting that this is in the Liberal Party's statement of beliefs. The first item in their statement of beliefs is in the inalienable nature of human rights and freedom. Uh, And... And, and that's what we want to see is some consistency uh, from the Liberal government currently asking us to re-elect them. Uh, yes. Make this law. Human rights are inalienable and you yes. don't get to trample them um, because somebody said there's a pandemic. It doesn't matter. They're inalienable. That word means you can't take them away during a pandemic or war or anything else at all. Uh, there is yes. no excuse good enough to violate human rights. No. And you can love the jab, go out and get it. But if you choose differently, uh, you should be treated exactly the same as everybody else. Um, it, it's shame on any employer that enables government tyranny by asking the questions the government is now asking them to ask. Um, and nobody should answer. Everybody should answer that question from their employer. Mind your own business. Yeah, um, it's got nothing to do with anybody else. But yeah. uh, what you ladies and your colleagues have done is help a whole council and a whole nation uh, see that there is unity amongst business owners um, not wanting to be part of this tyranny and uh, not accepting it and uh, standing up, being heard and counted and, and pushing back. So huge congratulations and thank you to, to you for your brave part in this. Uh, you've got better things to do. Um, like running a business, um, then becoming political activists and lobbyists um, in a nation where government should just leave you alone to run your business, employ yeah. people, and increase the nation's productivity and prosperity for everybody. Um, so yeah. thank you for for um, picking up the sword and entering the fight where so many politicians have failed to. Can I can I say something? Please. This is to everyone watching. Two weeks ago, the Lord got me up out of bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. He said, read the book of Esther. So I read it. And he said to me, we're in the days of Esther. If you look at the book of Esther, it's really not about her. The story is about Mordecai. Because Mordecai, this one man, refused to comply and bow down to Haman. Go and read the book. Go read the story. He refused to comply of a whole nation of Assyria as this man Haman walked through the peoples and down the streets, only one man would not bow down and his name was Mordecai. And it was him who put Esther in a position and said, you go and speak on our behalf because if you don't do this, um, don't think because you're in the palace that you can be hidden away from this, but 
you and your families will die. But who knows? You've been put in this place for such a time as this. And I, I just want to say, everybody out there, you are the Mordecais who need to not comply. And then you need to cry out to the Esters, which are our politicians, which are our shires, who can get in there and speak on our behalf. Don't comply. Stand strong. Link together. Support each other. And you will make an impact. This is uh, this is certainly a time for businesses around Australia to show their character. Uh, I, I hate the idea that any business would agree to turn away a group of people based on medical discrimination. I think that's just appalling. I hate that any business uh, would be so spineless and lacking in character as to follow a government directive to ask their employees about their private medical information. That's just nobody's business. It's got nothing to do with anybody, especially uh, something like, I don't even want to talk about the the low risk of, of COVID because a high risk wouldn't change my opinion. You still don't have a right to ask. Uh, this, is, this is fundamental to human rights and, and freedoms. And it's not about vaccine or mrna or COVID or wuhan flu or or fauci or any of that nonsense it's got to do with government stay out of our lives if there's a risk we'll manage it leave yes. us alone but oppressing yeah. 25 nearly 26 million people to to protect an individual is incredibly selfish yeah. uh, what you need to be worried about is the the devastating oppressive impact on nearly 26 million people because you're taking away these fundamental rights that God ordained government should protect, not destroy. Yeah. Um, so I, I saw, I'm seeing more and more just exciting, encouraging things where businesses are demonstrating kindness and openness, uh, where they're saying, hey, we're pro-choice and we won't ask about your vaccine status. That's none of our business. Come on in. Everybody's welcome. That's the kind of Australia that I believe in and that I want to see more of. Annette Seymour, um, Robin, says uh, that she's often thought of the story of Mordecai during this mandate environment we're in now. Awesome. Um, and uh, Kay Sheetha said, brilliant. And uh, Beth Kenny, wonderful effort. Juzzy Dean said, well done. That's fantastic news for Queensland. Keep it rippling. Love from Victoria. Um, other people, good on you, guys and gal. Uh, it's gal, guy and gals, whatever. Love your work. Um <laughs> Would love to see it grow in Victoria. Um, a nasty comment about ScoMo that's entirely true, but I won't put on the screen. Um, somebody else says, well done, Livingston Shire. Awesome news. Bless you, ladies. Uh, great stuff. Great um, great feedback. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more great feedback. Can I just say, um, if they want to keep in touch with what we're doing, we have a Facebook page called Capricorn Coast Business Owners Pro Choice. Um, it's public. Um, everyone can jump on there and they can just see what we've been doing, see what we send out to everybody and, um, you know, just have a look and, and try and set up one yourself for your own area, you know. Giving people something practical that they can do um, at the local level. Um, it'd be great to see every local council take this principled stand and push back against um, tyrannical government. Yeah. Thank Bless you, you. Thank you very much. If not now, then
us to do something. Na, na, na. 